y'all, you are tuned in to the Listen Up Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, and it's time for you to listen up to what God has called you to do. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, y'all? You are tuned in to the Listen Up With Jess Podcast. I'm so excited for you to join me with a new episode, new, new, you know, got that new, new out here. So yes, new episode. Thanks for tuning back in. So excited. Uh, to join y'all and you guys to join me in this uh, Listen Up community. So this episode, man, we are going to be talking about what does it mean to just rise above, rise above the petty. Um, In the words of our great, great former first lady, who was the best of all, um, the OGs of OGs with class, um, First Lady Michelle Obama, you know, she had the um, saying, when they go low, we go high. And, um, you know, we took that and it was like, look, that's where when you get to that level of just maturity and guys, I need you to know, like when they go low and you go high, that is a level of spiritual maturity. Not everybody has that type of spirit. Please do not think you naturally got that thing. And some people really do. I mean, some people are really just naturally nice. I can't relate. That's not me. But I know that it's the Holy Spirit Ooh, moving on the inside of me to have that type of level of maturity when it comes to people that be coming for you, you know? So it's crazy because like um, recently, like back earlier, like within, I think early in the summer of this year, it was um, this video going around. It was super, um, it was viral with a guy, y'all remember, he was, um, I think he was a Best Western like um, um, associate and he was at the front desk and um this lady was very just um, very um, demanding and disrespectful, started, you know, calling um, the associate out of his name and was just being very rude and nasty. Um, she wasn't showing any of the Holy Spirit in her in that moment. And um, he got like famous and viral off of this one statement um this the one clap back that was just the perfect subtle like little nice nasty if you don't know what nice nasty is you need to you need to get with some old school folks like my mom she is the queen of nice nasty like you don't even know that she came for you but it was in such a nice but low-key stank way you didn't even know it had a little stank in there and you're like oh wait was that Shay? Yeah, it was. So that's what um, the dude, he was just like, when the lady was coming for her, coming for him, he was like, it's above me now. It's above me now. And he kept saying that because, you know, she was trying to still force him to give him, um, to give her a room. And, you know, at that point, he was just like, he's going based off of his company policies and procedures, how she was being very disrespectful. She was not... Um, she was not a uh, customer-friendly um, 
uh, person at all. And she, you know, he was just like, look, this is out of my hands. It's above me now. It's going to, it's gone to my manager. This is what they have told me. And this is how, this is what it's going to be. Um, you cannot stay here. We're not getting your room. So you need to press forward. Um, meaning go to the La Quinta or whatever that was next door. Okay. Cause you ain't staying here. And she didn't really like that. So she kept going and going. And his just same, same response is above me now. It's above me now. Like, ma'am, it's above me now. Like, I'm not about to stoop to your level at that. I'm not stooping to your level because I'm not about to call you out of your name the way you call me out of my name. But I'm letting you know that I can't serve you and that I, I'm, I'm, right now I submit to a higher authority, which is like my boss and the chain of command. And they're saying, look, Based off of our policies and procedures, you are not going to be serviced because of the way that you have been acting and you did displaying yourself. So I just remember that going <laughs> going viral. And it was so funny. Like they done made memes and, you know, remixes and all that. But I started, you know, really dealing with just within this last season of um, a lot of opposition, a lot of um, within my, my new job that I had, I mean, I was struggling really hard with, um, having to deal with, um, you know, my people coming for me that was, I was just like, wait a minute, you don't even know me, like, give me a chance. And, you know, people trying to label me and, you know, uh, question who I am and all these things. And, um, you know, it got to the point, it was just like, you know, it was becoming very targeted, very just um, toxic environment. And I was just felt very, um, I felt like, wow, like, you know, while every day now I have somebody just trying to, you know, diminish me and my character and take away um, my gifts and my abilities and try to, you know, call me something that I'm not. And um, I'm not, I'm not sure how to react to this because, you know, there has been times in my past where I have dealt with where if somebody tried to, like, come from my character or, like, you know, um, you know, try to play me, you know, and uh, come for me, I... I was, um, I didn't always have the spirit of the Lord in me, y'all. I didn't. I was not. Um, a lot of uh, the people that have known me since, you know, day one, those day ones, they know that it's just, it's been a transformation of grace that has allowed me to keep a level mind and a sound mind when it comes to when people are trying to come for me and I don't retaliate or react in you know, the way that they treat me. So, you know, I don't give it back to them, but I wasn't always like that. And I'm telling you guys, like, it takes, it really takes time to like really um, connect with God and be so drenched in the Holy Spirit for you to now not naturally revert back to your fleshly ways on how you respond to, um, you know, you respond to negativity, you respond to people lying on your name, you the way that you respond to people um, disrespecting you and calling you out your name and being just hurtful and rude and disrespectful and to a point where you realize, you know what, right now, like what I'm dealing with, what my circumstances are, like it's above me. 
Like now I have to submit this unto the Lord. I have to give it to a higher authority. And the chain of command right now is like I go into prayer and I give it and I throw it at the feet of Jesus because I know that if it if by my power and my might, I might end up in jail. Yeah, I might end up trying to kill somebody because at this point, like, you know, my the way my anger is set up, I know that is not of God. But when I remove and ask God, Lord, like remove my flesh, remove my attitude that I know that is not of Christ right now, remove those things, Lord, and allow me to have the spirit of the Lord. Allow me to have a heart of compassion. Allow me to have uh, a heart for, uh, for forgiveness. Um, and these are like things that I have to really pray on daily, like the fruit of the spirit. I'm praying on those things because I naturally do not have all those fruits. I know some of the fruits that I'm lacking and that I struggle with and that need an extra, extra, you know, an anointing oil on that of patience, of, um, of long suffering, of, you know, meekness because your girl is not naturally meek. You know, there's things where, you know, I, I truly, you know, struggle with, and I realize that it's no longer about me. It's not about me. It's never been about me. When you truly surrender your life over to God, like scripture talks about how now your, your, your old self is, has passed away. It's done. And God has now purchased you. And when he died on the cross for you, now you have, um, and accepted him by faith. You are now made new. You are a new being. You are now being transformed. You are not the old, you're not the old person anymore. I am not the old Jess anymore. And I have to continue to remind myself that, look, now, when somebody comes to me and they don't even know me and I start feeling, having those, you know, feelings of anger and rage because they didn't said something that triggered your girl, like triggered me and gave me flashbacks of when I wasn't, when I wasn't just, you know, praying and laying hands in an anointed way, but I was trying to lay hands in an evil way. Like it, it gives me those flashbacks where I have to really Ask the Holy Spirit, God, help me right now to control myself. And I need your spirit because right now it's not even about me. I now have an opportunity to witness to somebody on how I don't repay evil with evil. And that is a hard thing, but it is a necessary thing to just step back and release it and give the authority back to God and say, you know what? It's above me. What God has planted on the inside of me right now to do, it's above me and I can't do it alone. But with God and with his authority and his power and his grace, he can be able to he can be able to fix that thing and work that thing out for my good. But right now, when I but when I don't take the time and I go off of my emotions. And I think that's one thing we have to be careful when we want to walk in um, kingdom in a kingdom like mindset and have a kingdom mentality. We have to realize it's not about our feelings and emotions. Like God did, God did not operate based off of feelings and emotions. Jesus, when He came down and started doing His ministry. If he really went off of his feelings and emotions, like I'm pretty sure like the power that he had, he really would have took advantage and really wiped some people out. Like 
because they were totally disrespectful to Jesus, like just totally disrespectful. And Jesus never, and they took advantage of him. They tried to scheme. I mean, they tried everything to really distract him. And one of uh, Jesus's, um, you know, his, always his responses, he was like, you know, I'm a, I'm about my father's business. Like I, everything that I do, I do through the father. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not about me. It's above me now. Everything is a authority. It's going, the chain of command now is the, is the father, God, God, Jesus, the Holy spirit, like this is the Holy Trinity. Like he knew, like, look, I have a mission that I have to complete. God specifically sent me here and formed me into man to complete this mission. And this was to be able to have this crucifixion and die on the cross and save sinners. Um, and he never let the... He never let the persecution, he never let the opposition, he never let the the naysayers and the liars and the evildoers to get him distracted. He always had that it's an above me mentality. And that's what I'm, you know, when you, I, we have to learn how to have that it's an above me mentality. Like, you know what? It's no longer about me. It's no, it's no longer about how I react. It's no longer about what was my feelings hurt or whatever. We have to start thinking, you know what, God, what is it that you're trying to teach me? What is your perspective now of this situation and this circumstance that I'm in right now? Because I know it's not about just, you know, how I, it's not about my feelings. It's about what, how can you get the glory out of this? But in order for you to really like get to that mindset, again, you got to like really desire to have this authentic relationship with Jesus to where you love him wholeheartedly, where you're just like, you know what, once I have recommitted and I, you know, rededicated my life to God and I've allowed him to change me and transform me, I know, I know I it's no longer about what Jessica wants and desires or how my feelings are. It's about how can God get the glory out of me? How can I be a better witness to someone? How can God use me in this moment? Because I know if I try to do it on my own, it ain't going to be a reflection of God. It's going to be a reflection of flesh and worldly flesh, a flesh of let me, you know, try to, you know, get revenge and, we know that, you know, the word of God, I mean, it, it is very clear when it talks about, you know, um, vengeance is his, like it's his job. It is not our job. And I know because I, I, I think about circumstances and I was just like thinking about what is the worst thing that could happen to where I just felt like, now I, I think crazy. Y'all. I don't want y'all to think I'm crazy because I'm about to say something like really crazy. But I'm not. It's just like everybody has those like thoughts. Or maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm about, probably about to tell them myself. But I thought about like what would make me want to, <laughs> to kill someone. Not that I, I don't think I have a killing bone in my body. I really don't. But, you know, I was like just thinking like, you know, if somebody did something that was so like, evil and murderous to me, like just that wanted to take my life. Right. And, um, you know, I, I was thinking like, you know, what, you know, what I really like in my, in my flesh, I'd be like, 
I want to kill someone. If you're trying to kill me, I want, I'm going to try to kill you back, you know, and I think like that, right? And, and then I think about there's really moments where I've never been in that situation. And I pray to God I'm never in that situation. Lord, please don't let me. Because, you know, we always say what well, we think we're going to do. But you don't know what you're going to do until you in that situation. So it's easy if you say, if somebody did that to me, oh, I would do that, 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 that. But you don't know because you ain't been in that situation, you know. And for those who have been in that situation and have chose the high road, like, and they probably never thought they would. But it was just some maybe this convicting, you know, um, you know, a conviction, conviction that came upon them. And maybe it was God that spoke to them and was like, forgive them. You know, I've seen it where, you know, people are in courtrooms with their, um, maybe their loved ones attackers, right? And they attacked them or killed them. And, you know, the, the victim's family is in there and they're wanting, you know, them to go to jail or they're wanting them to be put to death. But then you have those that are, you know what, you know, um, I want consequences, but I want you to know you're forgiven. Like that takes a lot out of somebody to give grace enough to forgive. And I don't know what you guys, you know, who may be struggling with, you know, forgiveness and struggling with how do I respond in this moment? Because right now my flesh is broke, is upset and I'm hurting and I'm in pain and I really want to react and I want to hurt them just as bad as they hurt me. Like I really, um, I really challenge you to pray to God and really ask God to, um, help shift your mind and to give you grace to forgive just like he graced us and forgave us for all of our raggedy sins, raggedy sins. And that's one thing when, when it comes to, you know, um, relationships and friendships and, um, people that we're close with too, um, and, and, and people that we're not close with, right? Like Jesus like he forgives us for our sins, like over and over and over and over. Like he don't, he don't pick and choose when he want to forgive. Like if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Like if we truly confess and we repent, right? Because there's the repent part. There's, you got to repent. Can't just keep saying, forgive me. Like you got to change. Don't go back to it. Really be praying, fasting, whatever you need to do so you can stay away from that thing that you kept going back to. Um, he forgives us. He really, truly does. And ultimately, we are to have that same forgiveness for our our enemies, our neighbors, our loved ones, our mamas, our daddies, the folks that get on our nerves, like our loved ones too, <laughs> your spouse, your children, you are to forgive them. And it, that is a hard thing because you literally have to get into that, you know, you have to get in that, you know, mindset and in that spirit, like, you know what, it's above me. God has called me to forgive. God has called me to be a witness and um, a child of God. And because he has forgiven me for my sins, I have to be able to um, extend that same grace to others and to other believers and non-believers. Because at the point when you do that, especially when you do it with a non-believer, you have just did, um, you just had an opportunity to be a, a true witness of the gospel of what the gospel is. 
Like when you can like show forgiveness for someone who has wronged you that don't even don't even bump with God, just truly like straight be dogging him, don't have no desire, don't have no type of spirit, Holy Spirit, like and you can say, I forgive you. I pray for you. I wish nothing but blessings. Like, you know, in the word of God, you know, it says, um, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If your enemies are thirsty, give them a drink. And it took me a while to get that because I'm like, what? God, you want me to you want me to feed them? Why? To give them full fuel to keep coming at me? Like that's crazy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> he was selling and he just spoke to me. He was like, but just it's not about you. It's about me getting the glory. When they can see that you can rise above, when they can see that you can go high, when they go low, they see that, man, it's something about her. And it's probably not about, it's not, it's probably something that she's not doing. It's probably something that's in her, you know, because like I said, I don't naturally have that in me. Like I'm praying on that thing daily. I'm praying for the fruits of the spirit daily for God to come in and continue to work on me because I can never get too comfortable with my um, with myself because I know that, you know, I, I don't naturally produce that type of fruit. Um, it just wasn't, you know, that's just not me. It's not. And that's one thing I really love because, you know, we are called to be witnesses. We're called to be Christ ambassadors and really to, you know, um, be Jesus' squad. Like, we his squad. Like, like, we should be his disciples. Like, we are the, you know, this generation um, and 21st century of disciples where we have the opportunity to show, you know, um, the world what Christ, what who Christ is and what he can do for you. And I think that once we get in that mindset that, you know what, it's not about my emotions and my feelings, how can I ask God to remove, remove that, you know, very, um, self-centered mindset that it's always about me and God allow me to be more Christ-centered because um we get we get caught up we always think we on defense mode we 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 like we swear everybody is um trying to you know talk about us and trying to come for us and that's because we're so self-centered and it's just like and God is like you know like the reason why you're probably going through you, the reason why you're going through this breakup, the reason why you're going through, you know, um, you know, this, um, going through this heartbreak or this, uh, this pain right now, the reason why you're going through this setback, it's not because of you. So stop thinking. And it's always because of you. Can you, can you once just trust that I'm somehow going to get the glory out of this and I'm using you I'm using you right now, and I know you may not like it, but can you trust me that, you know, that my scripture is true where it says, you know, in Romans that all things work together. All things are going to work together for those who love the Lord, you know, according to his riches and glory. So therefore, you have no reason to fear. You don't have to worry about it. 
but I need you to trust me. And I know it doesn't feel comfortable. I know it doesn't feel good. But guess what? That's not what the Christian walk was called to be. It, it, we weren't called to have it all together, you know? We, we were never promised that, you know, we would not run into persecution. No. If Jesus ran into persecution, what makes you think you're better than him? You're going to run into it too, okay? And, and, and that's the reality. But now it's like, how are we going to react to that? And, and one of my favorite, you know, char- I talk about him all the time, the characters in the Bible. Um, uh, Paul, like, Paul, he was just so like, he had an it's above me spirit where he was just like, look, like I used to have this past, right? And I used to really be in these streets, like, I was out here killing Christians, like, for real, and I didn't care. I was out here thugging. And I had an encounter with God, like a true encounter. And I was changed, transformed, renewed, and redeemed, and God just shifted me. And Paul was so unashamed. Like, Paul did not care. He was like, he never tried to make excuses either. He wasn't the type to be like, you know, like, you know, apologizing now that he's to- made this total transformation. He was like, yo, now, yeah, I used to be this. I used to this person. I used to have, used to be this raggedy thug out here killing Christians. And now I'm this righteous, you know, um, you know, righteous uh, Christian that's trying to come and share the gospel. And I am an apostle, okay, at that to where... God has anointed and appointed me to go and do his work. And he never apologized for that thing. And he, every time he ran into persecution, every time he ran into, you know, um, the, you know, evil um, people who just wanted to discredit his ministry and discredit who he is, he never, he never was in his feelings. He never, um, he was never in his feelings when it came to when it came to persecution. He was always in the spirit. He was always in the spirit. He knew he was like, look, it's above me now. Like Jesus, God had called me. Jesus has told me that, look, this is what I need to do. And now I have the Holy Spirit. I have the advocate and I'm about to tell everybody about this Holy Spirit. And I'm about to rock with this thing. I'm about to do this ministry with the Holy Spirit. It's not, it's not even about me anymore. He was like, don't, don't try to, and and for those who, for those who really commended him, right, and they were so in awe about this transformation, he was so quick not to give any glory to him because he was like, yo, like, I don't care, like God just used me, but don't get it twisted. I'm not going to ever boast in what I have accomplished and what I've done, and 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 what God has done. It's all on what God has done to me. I'm just, I'm going to only boast in the Lord because I know that it was only by his grace and his mercy that he allowed me to be able to, to go and be this great apostle that I am today. He was always in the spirit of like, it's above me. It's not about me. So yeah, when I'm in, in, in when I'm in prison right now, and I am literally there trying to plot to kill me. Guess what? The gospel is still going to be preached because it's above me. Therefore, I will go out. I will go out. I will be killed, but I'm still going to be preaching the gospel. Like he didn't, he didn't get quiet. And he was like, oh, well, you know, maybe if I just, you know, dim my light, you know, then, you know, they won't kill me. 
Like, Paul was so sold out. He was like, I mean, honestly, like, if I did die, it wouldn't even be that bad because I know I'm going to heaven, but I know that I still have a calling out here. Like, so either way, I'm going to be good. So I'm going to still do the Lord's business. And I love Paul, man. I love him because he was just so powerful in that mindset of he's no longer going to accept this slave type mindset where we feel like we got to please man. Like, we don't have to please men in any of this. Like, our life is not here to just please and to get man's approval. Like, that is not why we're here. We're not here to, um, to like get success from man and to tell us that, oh, you've done, you've done great. And we see, um, you know, this is what has made you, um, who you are today. And, you know, um, we get, you get all the praise and the glory. That's not what we're here for. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like if it may upset, it may upset the world based off of what you're deciding to do for Christ because they don't understand it. But you cannot stop what God has called you to do just to satisfy man. Like, because then you're walking in a dis, you're walking in disobedience. God has specifically called you, um, you know, for with and called you with a purpose. And for you to, you know, not move on that and to settle because you know what? Well, not everybody is gonna understand. That's not that's not how that's not the mindset you should have. You should say, you know what? It's above me. God has called me to this. He's He's given me the authority because He's this is from Him. So whatever that thing is, whatever it is, when it comes to what God has called you to do in your life, and He wants that thing to be manifested, you can't worry about still trying to please the man. Like, like Scripture talks about it, and I think I don't know, is it Matthew or somewhere where you know He talks about. Um, you know, you can't serve two masters. You have to love one and hate the other. Like there's just, it's either you're going to serve the Lord or you're going to serve the world. Like it's that simple. And so the world has a different wisdom from God's wisdom. And the world has different success on what is considered um, what is considered success to God like and we can't try to you know what well I'll try to do God's will but then you know um, I still I'm still trying to like please men and still trying to satisfy them so you know uh, no it doesn't work like that if God has called you to do something you better go and walk and do that thing and you can't worry about who or what or what they going to say, or what they're going to do, but because you say it's above me, I have given the authority to God, I've released it to him, and he is now giving me authority over it, and so I got to walk into that thing. I can't sit here and, you know, um, worry about what everybody else is thinking and doing. Like, it, it don't work like that. Um And I think once we get the victory of just breaking free of, people's opinions and people's, um, you know, and their thoughts and, um, and their approval and breaking free of that, we can really step into what God has called us to do. And then God will slowly manifest that thing. Um, so what, whatever it is, when he, whatever he is telling you to do, you know, um, don't settle and then make sure that 
if you're running into the opposition, if you're running into criticism, criticism, if you're running into negativity, if you're running into setbacks, you're running into people that are trying to, you know, not support you. And they're just, and it can be people that are really close with you that you thought that were going to be there and support your purpose, support the, you know, the dream, support your, um, you know, your goals or whatever that God has, you know, placed on the inside of you. And you thought that they were going to be supported, but they're not. And now you're running into, um, now you're running into persecution. Now you're running into, you know, people doubting you and, and you're running into all of this um, conflict just, you know, pure conflict. And you're just like, why is this happening? You have to, you can't take it personal, you know? Um, you know, in Ephesians, uh, it talks about, you know, for we don't, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against, you know, spiritual wickedness, wickedness and principalities. And so at the end of the day, like, you know, that verse reminds me like, look, it's not, it's not about, what, um, it's not about flesh and blood. It's not about, you know, it's not about me at that moment because see, uh, wow. See when it comes to flesh and blood, like, you know, it's, we're talking about the physical and God is talking about, but this is a spiritual battle that you're dealing with right now. And so whenever you're faced with this, you know, um, conflict and you're faced with this uh, situation that's happening that you want to react in the physical and not the spiritual, like that's that moment where spiritual warfare is happening. It is happening. And it is, and it's like the enemy is telling you, no, like, you know, you need to react emotionally. You need to react in that way. And, 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 and God is like, no, 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 get out your feelings, get out your emotions. I need you to react in the spirit. Because when you react in the spirit, you're going to naturally reflect the fruit. You're going to have a sound mind. You're going to have power. You're going, you're not going to have fear. You're not going to have anxiety. You're not going to have negativity. You're not going to have doubt. You're not going to have this anger. You're going to have love, peace, joy, happiness. You look all, hell can be all around you, but you still in your, in your own little, you know, minding your business. And you're like, you know what? God's still been good. God's still been good. And you can react in that way because you're literally now letting the Holy Spirit and the and allow him to produce that fruit and to react in that fruit and not in the fruit of your natural, if of your flesh. Of your flesh. Because our flesh is weak. Our flesh is weak. We emotional. We be in our feelings. And so then if we in our feelings, you got you people react differently when they're in feelings. They react very sad. They can react depressed. They can act in anger. They can act in, you know, major insecurity. So they're going to torment you. They're going to, you know, they re everybody reacts differently when it comes to their fresh. But God is like, look, when you react in the spirit, it's going to be collectively in the fruits of the spirits that is going to be good and pleasing to me. And now you don't have to have all this built up anger and aggression and unforgiveness in you built up to the point where you now, like when you release it, you're reacting in ways that, you know, you know, in, in really negative ways. And you're trying to bottle everything up by not truly releasing it to God. And so it's so important to just... That's why God says, you know, make sure you just, you stay prayed up with him. Make sure you have the full armor. Like, 
You know, I, I need you to know that you're going into war every day as soon as you step, as soon as you wake up. Like, you know how the devil be working. Like, the devil really be working. But guess what? He can work 24-7, seven, seven days a week. But guess what? He's never going to win because God has the ultimate authority. He's always defeated. He's always defeated the enemy. God has always defeated him. But do you give your pettiness? Do you give your anger? Do you give your hurt? Do you give your insecurity? Do you give, you know, your revenge to the Lord? And do you release it to him? Say, God, it's above me. I give it to you. And I ask you to take care of that thing. Like, Again, it takes a level of spiritual maturity to have the mindset, the spirit of it's above me. But I believe, y'all, I really truly believe we can all have that. We just got to start getting real, really asking more and more of the Holy Spirit. And I will not stop talking about the Holy Spirit, okay? So if you don't like talking about the Holy Spirit, you better go find another podcast because your girl will always talk about the Holy Spirit because I... I know I have experienced the Holy Spirit. And when you experience the Holy Spirit, you want all your family and friends and folks you don't even know to get this same spirit because this will keep you at peace. This will keep you out of jail. This will keep you in a sober mind. When you're in the spirit, man, you, your whole life is better. It's just better, y'all. It's better. But when you start letting your flesh take over and you start feeding that flesh, man, that's where your life go downhill. I mean, you're in constant, just constant drama, constant conflict, you know, and you don't, you you don't even, you don't even have a, a right mind enough to even see a different perspective. And you're in this victim mentality when you're, when you're in the spirit, you have a victor mentality. You're no longer being a victim. You're no longer just, you know, constantly making excuses. You're just like, all right, God, what is it that you want me to learn from this? Boom, bow. All right, I got it. On to the next, on to the next battle because it don't stop. It ain't going to stop. And so that is my, you know, a little snippet for today. Like, stay in the it's above me spirit, period. Like, take that with you. Whenever you have something that is hard for you and you know you can't handle it, you cast it to God, you give it to him and say, God, this is yours. Right now, the pettiness is yours. The, the, the heartache is yours. The setback is yours. The, the job is yours. The, any, everything that some, whatever is going on in your life that you know you can't handle, that you, your flesh wants to creep in and be, um, and be evil and, um, you know, be emotional about, just say, God, it's above me. It's above me. It's not about you. How can you get the glory out of me? And how can I be a better witness in this moment? Because I don't want myself, I don't want my flesh to be in response. I want your spirit to be in response. So yes, that is my prayer for y'all. Please share this episode. Um, I hope that it encouraged you, uplift you, and that um, you guys start operating and walking in the spirit daily. All right, until we, you know, meet up again, you guys stay blessed.